You're listening to The Fitness Lounge, where we discuss in-depth everything from fitness, health, wellness, and mindset. Whether you're just beginning your fitness journey or you've been involved in fitness for years, we have a little something for everyone. So just sit back, lounge for a bit with us, and enjoy. And now for your hosts, Nick Messer and Ben Miller. Hi, welcome back to the Fitness Lounge with your hosts, Nick. And Ben. And today we are going to be talking about carbs. Are they your friend or are they your foe? Before we get started, just uh, want to give you guys a little bit of an up-to-date. It's actually been, what, probably a week since we've been able to Pretty get in close, there. yeah. It seems like every time something comes up, Ben's life just gets busier Man. and busier. Even though his girls are back in school, your life has actually gotten yeah, I thought it was going to lighten up a little bit, but I feel like it's gotten worse. I don't know. <laughs> can't figure it out. I don't know. It's the dichotomy of life. It is. It's always so. something. Well, the good news is we're able to get you back in here so we can continue to record. we got yes. a lot of big things um, in the works for you guys. We have been working diligently behind the scenes to put together some really great content, not just the pregnancy series that will be coming out here in a few weeks, um, but a few other things where we'll be excited to announce. So make sure that you are following us on Instagram. Uh, our Instagram page is Fitness Lounge Podcast. So uh, follow us there so you can find out what the extra content is when we drop it, um, as well as make sure before we get this episode started if you haven't already go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes all right so diving in first things first we want to clear the air that carbs are neither all good nor all bad Uh, there's really a lot of stigmas out there that um, tend to place carbs as this big bad evil macronutrient and it it really is kind of only part of the story Um, Quite frankly, carbs are just simply a source of calories that either bring with them other nutritional values or they don't. Right. Uh, and a lot of times the ones that don't are, are usually what gets um, vilified by fitness experts and nutrition experts all the time. And that's when, you know, you always hear people talk about carbs and that's the negative side of it. So Krispy Kreme is a good carb, right? You know, (laughs) if you ask me, I will tell you that I know how to use Krispy Kremes to be a good carb. We can make it that way. (laughs) Yes, we can absolutely do that. Um, So really, it all determines about it's based on how and when you use them as to whether or not they're going to be beneficial or detrimental to you. Because believe it or not, even though people would consider potatoes a healthy carb, and Mm -hmm. they are, they're very packed with nutrients, too much of them can be detrimental, especially if you're trying to lose body fat. Too much of any carbs can be based on your body, of course. That's right. That's why everybody's different. At the same time, you can lose body fat without having to cut out carbs. And and part Mm -hmm. of the reason I really wanted to do this, I've got to clear the air. It grinds my gears when I hear people just get on this no-carb train. Mm -hmm. Oh, no carbs. Carbs are bad. Don't take any carbs. If you want to lose fat, don't eat carbs. Stop talking. That is not even close to the accurate truth of it. And these people that get on these Atkins and it works for them. It does. I mean, it's not that it doesn't work, but it doesn't work long term. Right. It's only a short term thing. That's right. And what happens to them? Oprah. They get fat again. It happens all the time. And it's just simply because they're depriving their body of something that they need. 
what what bothers me most is when I see we've talked about this many times that we started the show because of bro science and it's half truths mm-hmm. and it sounds like good logic. Well, when people say, well, you know, other animals, you know, they don't eat carbs, they don't eat breads. Okay, well, there's herbivores, omnivores, and mm-hmm. carnivores. Yeah, <laughs> we are omnivores. We are designed to eat both meats. Yep. And, and plants and, everything yes so we and which means our body can process those and our body is designed to process those things in very specific manners so the primary purpose of carbs is to provide energy to the muscles and organs in the form of glucose which is stored directly in the muscles and it's it's for immediate use or it can be put in the liver for like a reserve tank Correct. That's that's the best example of what it is. Is in the muscles is for immediate use. It's just like having right. it in your gas tank in your in your truck, mm-hmm. and then your liver is kind of like you're hauling a tank behind it for reserve if you're making a, a cross country exactly. trip or whatever. So there's the, the categories for carbs. There's there's actually three. You got simple, complex, and indigestible. So we we'll get into each one of these here. So simple carbs be like raw brown sugar corn syrups, glucose, fructose, and sucrose. And glucose is actually the body's purest form of a carb, readily available. Right. Everything else has to be converted into glucose. And depending on what that sugar is, it has to go through maybe one or two or three processes through the kidneys and livers to get to a point where Mm -hmm. it's readily available. So... A simple carb has to go through less processes. It's it's more fast. Yep. Uh, or sorry, it's more readily available in a shorter amount of time. It's not uh, for and, longer use. Correct. And usually these do not come with additional nutrients with them, as such as vitamins, minerals, you know, anything yeah. like that. So the next one would be complex. This would be uh, fruits, veggies, nuts, whole grains, beans. They're they're high in fiber and provide more nutrients than simple carbs. And like you just said, simple carbs are short term. Complex could be is more in the longer term of it. Correct. Now there are ways that the 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 caveat is when we're talking about these, we're talking about whole fruits, whole veggies, whole nuts. Yeah, whole f- like, whole foods. Yeah. Yes, actual mm-hmm. whole foods. Whereas things like you know processed and squeezed. So even yeah. though I I, let, I was having this conversation with uh, a lady yesterday. Uh, she was talking to me about, you know, drinking water, drinking milk, drinking juices. And she asked, is, is fruit juice good for you? I said, well, yes and no. It's a sliding scale, right? It's with everything is, you know, you, you can go absolutely 100% perfect. And then you have absolutely 100% imperfect. And then everything really falls kind of in between. She's saying like fruit juice, like you'd buy at the store, for example. Well, or? kind of. Yeah. So if you so ex- for that example, if you're on this sliding scale, and we're talking about good, better, best, mm-hmm. you know, or worse, or so on and so forth. Fruit juice from concentrate is not good, right? The That's optimal if we're going to eat fruit is to eat the fruit. But if you wanted fruit juice and we weren't going to go to the level of fruit juice from concentrate, that's not ideally good for you, again, unless you know how to properly use it, right. would be to fresh squeeze right. your juice because it's not with added sugars and preservatives and other things in it. Right. And that's the thing. The, the fruit juice that you buy you know, at the store and stuff has all that stuff in it. That's correct. Vice coming straight from the orange, for example. Right. But if we take that same orange and instead of eating it, we decide to juice it Mm -hmm. because it's not having to break down from a food solid state into a liquid state. It's already a liquid. It will absorb faster for us. So if you had to pick, am I going to drink fruit juice or am I going to eat a fruit? Depending on what your goals are, more than likely you're going to want to eat a fruit. But if you had to say, well, I'm going to have fruit juice. Do I have fresh squeeze or from concentrate? You pick Mm -hmm. the fresh squeeze. So again, it's a sliding scale. 
So the other one, indigestible, can be found in fruits, vegetables, potatoes, and oats. Many can regulate your GI tract flow and, and nutrient absorption. Um, things would be like resistant starches, soluble, insoluble fibers, and sugars. So a lot of these, when we're talking about being able to regulate the GI tract flow and nutrient absorption, these can help by slowing down the absorption rate through the gut, allowing them to digest more properly. Uh, before hitting the bloodstream, it also regulates the flow into the bloodstream. Mm -hmm. So if you um, if you are trying, like for blood sugar instances, if you're trying to keep blood sugar low and you don't want to have a huge spike, having these insoluble fibers and uh, the resistant starches and stuff will help to have more of a slow release, almost like a time capsule, yeah. if you will. It, it helps to bond to it while it's in the GI tract, while it's going through that process, mm -hmm. and then it's a slower release. Now, the better of the three would, I mean, in your opinion or scientifically, would be complex, right? Those are better for you because yes, it's more whole foods. That's correct. So, you know, if, if again, going from like you know, yeah. perfection and whatnot, the ideal way to live is to get everything your body needs from solid foods and not need to supplement with multivitamins or protein exactly. shakes or anything like that. So the, the best chance you have at that is eating more complex carbs. Right. Um, and even for, like for myself, I, I will do a protein shake with actual, you know, blueberries, raspberries, and strawberries. Uh, let's see the one. There's another one, blackberries, I think. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a bunch of antioxidants, but is it as good as eating those whole? No. Uh, but I'm not going to eat them whole. I actually don't like strawberries. I'll no. put them in a shake. I like strawberry shakes, but I don't like no. actually eating strawberries. Like strawberry ice cream shake? Uh, no, just, <laughs> j yeah, just, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, just anything. I've actually tried eating actual strawberries. Like, I'll I'll make breakfast for my wife, yeah. cut strawberries for her. I tried one one time. Like, oh. but like I'll, nope, but I'll wow. make a strawberry shake or you know, even a, a pure strawberry, more or less a blended berry yeah. one. But when I do that, now I'm I'm taking those berries and instead of them having a slower release time it's more of a fast release time now i'm doing that intentionally mm -hmm. but if someone was not wanting to do that the the recommendation is don't blend your berries eat them just eat them yep. yeah and it can be i mean really when you think about it when you get into a point where you're eating 2500 3000 3500 4000 calories in a day because you know you're big and massive right that's a lot of food to try and get in in a 24-hour time frame. So sometimes blending it up is what you need to do. So It's easier, I think. Um, so, and this kind of brings us right into the next point, which is the, the second category or how you can categorize um, carbs outside of how they're made up from the simple complex and the digestible is, is the speed at which they digest and absorb. Um, so these are termed very, very simply a high glycemic index and a low glycemic index. Those are the two ways that they get categorized. High glycemic index just simply means that it absorbs very fast into the body and it creates a high insulin response in the bloodstream. And that ties into the simple. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Usually simple are going to be more, more mm -hmm. high, uh, uh, high glycemic. Now you can have some that are. I guess you could say higher glycemic index than, than normal, but still yeah. in a complex. Um, yeah. But usually your complex are going to be your low glycemic index. And so give you an example. Um, if I'm drinking a glass of fresh squeezed orange juice, uh, it's going to hit my bloodstream really quick, but it's also going to, the, the insulin response and the sugars are going to drop out really fast as well. Yep. You take a potato 
and then eat that. And your body is taking a while to break it down, which means it's a slow release, mm -hmm. but you're also not putting a huge insulin flood into yeah. the bloodstream. Yeah, spiking it. Correct. So why does this matter? Why, why should you as the listener be concerned about this portion of it in addition to whether you're dealing with simples and complexes? Well, quite simply, if you're diabetic, you will already be aware of this because you've got to be able to regulate your insulin and your you have to know. Yeah, absolutely. But for those who aren't diabetics that aren't aware, how can this benefit you? As I mentioned before, I, I'm, I want to say it was our fact versus fiction show. Mm -hmm. We talked about how insulin is actually a greater anabolic signaling hormone yep. than testosterone is. So if you're trying to grow muscle, utilizing these high glycemic index carbs can be beneficial for you in growing muscle if you know when to do them at the right time. Right and have enough self-control to not go overboard have you, have you heard before like after a hard workout whether it's you know whether it be kind of any kind of cardio or lifting or whatever some guys would say drink chocolate milk mm -hmm. uh, gummy bears yes gatorade right right after you're done because yes. of that there's there's exactly and and the reason they say you know chocolate milk is it's a twofer because milk if you're actually drinking milk has mm -hmm. both whey and casein protein in it uh, whey being a more fast absorbing yeah, in, our actual, yeah, yep. in our next episode that we're going to yep. record is actually on protein. So we're going to dive into that in depth, but the chocolate now gives you the sugar response. Now, are you bringing other nutrients by adding the sugar as opposed to just drinking milk? No, no, but you get a high insulin response you Get that spike. Yes. Yep. And that's where a lot of the science that was built into the diet that I promise we will do a show on <laughs> the carb backloading. Uh, there's a reason I'm holding off on it at this time. Um, but it, it goes to that because your cells are ready to absorb that. So it hits the bloodstream. It's immediately absorbed in the cells and it's not even needing to sit mm -hmm. around as an additional P as a reserve tank in the liver. Yep. So, um, so utilizing these high glycemic carbs, again, great times would be after workouts, yep. immediately after workouts. Um, and there are other times throughout the day, depending on when you work out, that can be beneficial and advantageous to do these. Um, I would probably avoid me personally, I would avoid low glycemic index carbs three hours before bed. Yeah because then it's gonna to continue to release insulin in your system, you're not getting a good cortisol, and even though there's lots of negative things around cortisol, cortisol is the catabolic hormone, mm -hmm. um, and that's what can help you chew body fat while you sleep. I actually try to cut cut my carbs back as the day progresses, or almost my last meal, I have no carbs at all. That's that's you know. one of the best ways to do it, because again, by the time you hit the sack and your body's ready to start producing mm -hmm. cortisol, if you're still releasing insulin in your system because it's yep. digesting, until that's done, your cortisol can't kick in. Exactly. So, and it's not the stress, even though it is the same hormone, we're not talking about cortisol released by stress. There's yeah. a healthy amounts and natural flow of insulin and cortisol that have to go on in your body. So from the nutrient perspective of it, you want to focus more on complex carbs in your diet. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so long distance cardio training requires more complex carbs and resistance training you can implement both simple and complex, kind of like what we just talked about. Yeah, with the with the uh, with the long distance cardio, your marathon runners usually see in the day before loading up on. Oh yeah, yeah. you know pastas and stuff. Well, that's like what I had my daughter do the day before she has you know a big soccer tournament or even just one game because you know they're out there running their butts off. 
we would before football games the coaches would feed us pizza and yeah. well yep. more possibly they would bring in some slices of pizza and stuff too um and the whole point is to make sure we were ready to go because right. that when we were eating three or four hours before and you need to be able to perform for another three or four hours mm -hmm. so you need something that can sit in your system for yeah, a you want it to last a while yeah so all right, so ideally, when should you use simple carbs to your advantage? As we mentioned, um, you can definitely use it right after a quality resistance mm -hmm. training session, um, but using it immediately before right. as well, especially if, uh, if you're going into a workout feeling a little carb depleted, you want something that's going to hit your system fast. So, so not that we necessarily recommend eating candy, <laughs> but... That is an example of what you can do if you need a quick, immediate response so that your body has something ready to go to fuel the muscles. Now, if you have a well-balanced, well-rounded nutrition mm -hmm. going on on a day-to-day -day basis, your body should have refueled its burnt carbs from your previous training session mm -hmm. sometime between then and this Training session, one, yeah. yeah. I mean, unless you're doing two-a-days, which I can see can sometimes be difficult. Yeah. But if you're talking, you know, every day or every other day, if you're not getting enough carbs in to refuel by that point, again, you're listening to the wrong people, in my opinion. Now, I get that there's yeah, some agree. science yeah. to back it up uh, that, you know, with not no carb but low carbs. And there are times that it makes sense, but usually those are for bodybuilding shows, right. photo shoots. Yep. We're not talking about the everyday person. The everyday person should have a well-rounded amount of yeah. healthy carbs. In, and he, in my opinion, even with the scientific evidence, and stuff, I mean, everybody's different, as we've discussed before. Everyone's D, you know, DNA were created differently. Some people need more. Some people need less. You That's know? exactly I mean, correct. Kind of varies person to but person. They need it. That's yeah, the you need point. it, period. They need yeah. it. Yeah. And, and to sit there and say that you can do it, Without it, again, I get that the body can convert over into fat as a primer as the source of energy, but it's at some point that goes away, and then you start eating away other things like and it's, muscle. And, and where does your insulin response come from if you're not having carbs? Because fat doesn't give that, and neither does right. You know, do do proteins? They don't signal the insulin response, not mm -hmm. the way carbs do. So how yep. are you going to grow muscle? It's, good luck being a a bodybuilder if that's what you're trying to do and put on quality lean muscle without utilizing carbs or supplementing insulin yeah i knew a, i knew a guy you know, before i retired of the marines in north carolina he worked out at gold's gym this dude i mean he was a big guy but he would eat a pound of pasta after he would lift really a pound i mean that's a lot yeah you know? i don't know how he did it but i mean this dude would, he would have a ton of carbs every day but he still looked lean like it was just the way he was you know and then i knew somebody else that couldn't do that you know, they would have not, they would still have carbs, but they wouldn't have that much to look a certain way. Well, when I was doing that carb backloading diet, part of it was the diet itself. Part of it is how my body handled. I mean, like I said, I, I do not exaggerate when I say I would have a cake at night. <laughs> I would make a cake and eat the whole thing. I can't wait till you do that episode because you've told me about it before. And I when you told actually when you first, when we first met at the gym is when you told me about that. I'm like, <laughs> is this dude for real? Like you want me to eat like a case of Oreos and pizza right after I work out? I'm like, I really like where you're going with this. But then I'm like, Man, is that going to work? <laughs> so uh, when it comes to talking to women, I don't need pickup lines. I'm pretty, yeah. but yeah. randomly going up to a guy in the gym, like that's kind of my pickup line. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, how do I break I the mean, ice and have this conversation with I this I like dude? where your head was at on that one. Cause <laughs> I think at one time I went, what did I, I did eat a pizza. I, actually, one of those days I went, when I left the gym, I went by Pizza Hut and crushed a whole pizza. I'm mm -hmm. like, all right. You feel, I mean, you I feel felt like, I felt like crap, but 
It sure did taste good. <laughs> it may be, maybe because you you may actually have a food intolerance that you're not aware of. That is true too. Or ignoring. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, can eating complex carbs have an adverse effect on your training? Yes. We actually just talked about that. So, I mean, if you're looking to get super lean, eating more carbs too close to bedtime, just like you said, will your spike your insulin in your bloodstream while you sleep. So it's not going to have that the effect that you want. And the reason I made this point um, wasn't to say that you should avoid complex carbs. Let me make sure that I'm very clear. Yeah. That is not me saying, oh, get rid of I'm just saying, is it possible within the realm of reality that complex or complex carbs can be adverse in your training? Absolutely. If you use them wrong. Right. What I'm trying to get our listeners to understand is carbs are simply a tool Right. To fuel your body. It's just like having an entire tool belt. If you're trying to build a staircase with just a hammer and and nothing else, a leveler. And honestly, I don't know how to use any of those things. You're on the right track. Yeah. But you, you're just. Wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might that help part. too. Yeah. <laughs> a couple nails here. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're going to have a hard time. So utilizing the right tools at the right time in the right amount is exactly. what's going to get you yep. there. And all of that depends on you. It depends on your goals, depends on your training methods. It depends on mm -hmm. so many different variables. So we do, I'm trying to, this, the goal of this show is really to open up the eyes of a lot of people that have just been on this no carb train or listening to people on the no carb train. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's just, in my opinion, it's a bunch of hogwash. So, all right. So, for the vast majority of people looking to lose body fat as their primary goal, you should avoid high sugar foods such as refined and processed foods. These would be your bread, your muffins, your bagels, your rolls, pastas, crackers, and cereal. Um, things like white rice. Yes, you know, brown rice is the better option. Mm -hmm. um, man, it's hard when I, I know this and I still eat sushi. <laughs> well, um, French fries, sugary desserts. And the sugary desserts are really due to having the nutrients stripped from them uh, when they process them. And then fruit juices, as we mentioned, a lot of those do have added sugars and sweeteners. But even then, again, if we're talking about someone who has 40, 50, 100, 200 pounds of body fat they're trying to take off, mm -hmm. eat whole fruit. Yep. Eat whole fruit. Don't juice it. Um, find ways to get it in you know in your in your system in your diet. So vegetables, lots of vegetables. Yeah. One of the things I love about green vegetables, um, and I found this out. I, I kind of knew about this a long time ago, but you know, you hear things, you learn them, then you forget them, and then you hear them like ten years later. Like, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, a lot of things like your your spinach, your yeah. your celeries, your green vegetables are technically like negative carb foods because it burns more energy breaking them down than it provides heard to that before. you yeah. on the back end. Um, so though lots of vegetables, plus just the, the detox nutrients, antioxidants that they, they carry with them is, mm -hmm. is great. So the fiber, <laughs> Mr. Fiber man over That's here. That's me. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, well, hopefully this has been a, a little bit of an eye-opener to kind of shed a different set of eyes on the carb conversation. Um, you know, I get why a lot of trainers 
you know, tell their, their clients to lean away from carbs because they've just been taught that carbs create body fat, but the other side of it is carbs also help to generate muscle growth. It's not just protein. So if you don't have that, you're a going to feel very sluggish Mm -hmm. It's gonna be very hard for your body to physically get through a workout to even break down the muscle to a point where it'll want, want to rebuild. Um, but then again, that insulin signaling is what's going to signal your body to grow muscle. Yep. So, I mean, carbs can be fr- your friend or it can be your foe. It depends and on how you use them. Yeah, exactly. How you use them and how much you use. That's exactly correct. It's kind of kind of like our our, uh, our fellow service members. Mm-hmm. You can look at them one way, you can look at them a different way. It's how you choose to look, but at the end of the day, they are simply a tool exactly. to help get to a specific end. Yep. So... All right, ladies and gentlemen, we really appreciate you checking us out again this time. Hopefully this has been beneficial. Please feel free, drop us a line on uh, Instagram on our page or shoot us an email. Uh, We'd be very happy to hear from you guys. Let us know what you'd like to hear. From the both of us, keep keep crushing it. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today. Listen, we love connecting with our listeners, so if you have any questions or topic requests, please email them to podcast at thefitnesslounge.net. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at fitnesslounge_podcast for more updates, tips, and content. You can also follow us on Twitter at at fitnesslounge3. We are excited to take this wonderful journey with you, and we'll see you next time here at the Fitness Lounge.